You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Instant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into a Monday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. All the colors, of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice when it comes to building outdoors. If you had to build it, build it right. Head to your local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that's close to you. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Once again, 205-342-9904. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com and download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. Um, before I get into this basketball, I want to go up three or four things. Just that I'm sure all of you know. Uh, 49ers will play Philadelphia and Kansas City will play Cincinnati to see who goes on to the Super Bowl. Uh, absolute snow snowstorm. And um, Stevon Diggs act like a jerk. He came in and walked out of the dressing room. Had nothing to do with the coaches. Uh, had an altercation with the quarterback for the Bills who couldn't get to him. And so uh, that was kind of a mess. So anyway, he got those got those games there. Uh, players are flipping everywhere. I'm not going to stand on, sit here on the radio and tell you about it's flipping uh I will tell you that the Pringle kid over in South Carolina, a big lineman, uh, selected to stay home and go to South Carolina, which was a big plus for them, no doubt about that. Um, let's see. Uh, we, uh, John Ram won. Uh, I talked with Doug yesterday, and he, he I watched it he, uh, on the other channel. He was very good. Uh, David Thompson was second. Robbie Shelton was 23-under and won a bunch of money, and so was Patton Kazar was 22-under. He won a pile of money, so both Alabama guys were were in the mix there, which was, um, I think, really good. Um, you're going to be uh, – here, here's what happened in, in basketball. I watched Maryland and, and Purdue. Purdue couldn't beat Alabama if uh, – Purdue's not even in Alabama's class, in my opinion, in the game that I saw. Most of you, if you keep up with basketball, know that uh, TCU beat Kansas by 23 at home at Kansas, and that um, Temple uh, beat uh, uh, Houston by one point uh, at Houston. Uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama is in terrific shape to be a number one. I don't, I don't see how they can keep from being that. They had a great 21 win uh, win over over uh, Missouri. One of the noted things here that I keep up with this all the time was that uh, of, the, of the seven games, five road teams won, which was a, kind of a shock to me. It shows you kind of how the weakness is of some of these some of these teams in the league. But Alabama's 
far ahead of, of any of these teams. And they they have they have Auburn and they have Tennessee as you know two tough games on the road. They don't go to Kentucky, and so they're in, they're playing off their well, rebounding well. So they're in good shape there. Anyway, um, Arkansas came back and beat Ole Miss. That Ole Miss fought them. Uh, Vanderbilt. I went over to Georgia and beat them. You probably know that. Uh, I, actually, A and M played uh, Kentucky very well. They, they, the score doesn't indicate how well they did play them, and uh, he, he's got a good team. He's got a much better team than he had last year. Uh, Kentucky won seventy six sixty seven. Auburn went over South Carolina and won. Tennessee won at LSU. Alabama won at Missouri. And they said they wanted to say that it was a slugfest, uh, defensive slugfest. By the way, it's a slugfest in Mississippi State. Again, shot 23%, 4 for 16, I think it was, from the three. They just can't shoot the basketball. So, anyway, that's where we stand with, with uh, collegiate basketball. Anytime that you play a game, you know, you you can get beat if you don't play. That's pretty much indicated by Kansas and, and Timble. But um, I think Alabama's in, in, in the people that are about to be number one seeds, and that's going to be Purdue and Alabama. And I don't know if, if Kansas, I don't think Kansas will be there now. They've lost twice, and Houston and and whoever else Barry um, may have some ideas on that. Whoever else they think is is worthy of number one, but look, it looks like, and everything can change because we've been through we've been through just you know several games, six or seven games in the league, seven I guess. Uh, but anything can change, so that's all I got. Yeah, ESPN puts out a power ranking uh, each week, and uh, this year Alabama jumped from four to one. Uh, so they even jump jump Purdue, who's nineteen and one. I agree with you. Purdue does have the seven four kid, who is uh, really good. But out of the power rankings now, Alabama's one. Uh, Purdue is number two. Uh, Houston at eighteen and two is number three, and Tennessee uh, coming in at number four. So there you got two SEC teams with the opportunity to to maybe have have a number one ranking. Kansas State surprisingly uh, having a great year. The coach from Assistant coach that was at Baylor is there. They come in at number five. Kansas number six. Then Arizona, who absolutely who beat uh, UCLA over the weekend, uh, is number seven. Eight UCLA, nine Virginia, and ten Iowa State. Uh, Dad, if I asked you this without you looking, I was shocked. I looked at all the standings. I don't know how to look. <laughs> oh, I need. To, I, I looked at all the standings uh, yesterday. Who? Do you, Joe? I'll ask you this too. Who do y'all think is winning the ACC? Joe, you go first. Who is winning the ACC right now? Oh, I don't, don't have a look. clue. I'd uh, say Clemson. Coach <laughs> says Clemson. I'll go with a different ACC school. How about Miami? No, Clemson is eight and one, uh, and sixteen and four. They're quietly over there. I didn't even know Clemson. Yeah, they beat Duke the other night, and Clemson's played well all, all year long. He's been on his hot seat. This is all he gets his butt off the hot seat and give him a new contract. Yeah, Virginia number two. Uh, Duke is uh, right down there in the middle at five and three. So uh, Coach Shire better uh, figure out a way to get that thing back up. What's amazing to me is in the Big 12, I think the Big 12 is the best league in the country. Uh, when I watched them, and I, don't, I need to find out if they've had some injuries or whatever, because I thought Texas Tech was really good in Maui. They were 0-7 in the Big 12. Does that tell you the depth well, of the Big 12? Well, they got a chance to see that. They got a chance to see that this coming Saturday. And uh, uh, 
by the way, I'll just say it publicly. You, if you want to get the Alabama and Oklahoma coaches on, you need to call them Thursday and Friday. I made my last call. So uh, they play each other at uh, at one o'clock on Saturday. Have you tried to you tried to get uh, Porter? No, I, I, I no, I have not. Right, I, I, I talked to I talked to Porter some time ago, but I haven't tried to get him. Not going to try to. So you won't get Alabama. Oh, I've tried to get Alabama. I, I'll uh, work on that for Thursday. Friday. We'll try I think to get Thursday more. and Friday open tonight, but today we have Chris Stewart uh, on for the first first uh, party, and then we have Doug Bell tomorrow. We have uh, Kevin. So, um, um, all right, uh, guys. Uh, I do like NFL playoffs. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's defense is really, really, really good. But I think the story of this thing is Brock Purdy. Uh, that he was the last. <laughs> Pick in the draft in the seventh round. Tell me about Miko Ryan. I've gone blank on. He's uh, tell me what what his how long he's been there. I can't remember. Joe, give me a little. He obviously he played uh, here. He did play with the Texans yeah. as well. Uh, people think he's going to go to the Texans. Um, obviously, he's the defense coordinator for San Francisco Forty yeah, ers But Brock Purdy, uh, Mister Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Uh, the course Garoppolo and. Uh, Trey Lance got hurt, and so this guy's sitting there, and he's uh, played at Iowa State and uh, was, I think it was first team all Big 12 uh, his senior year. But for a rookie like that, it was the last pick of the draft. I think he makes a little over 700000 so this bonus money that he's going to make if he can keep uh, going will be huge for him. But how about a guy like that? Uh, what, a, what a kind of a neat story about Brock Purdy. Sure uh, you always guess on some of them, and and you, you look out, and you know, I, uh, to some degree, a little bit, they they guessed on the quarterback from Alabama that uh, not didn't guess, but he he took a while for him to get where he where he's gotten in Philadelphia, no doubt about it. He, he's moved on up pretty good. So. And I hear people people want to give coaches too much flack and too much credit uh, on development. First of all, oh, you got to sure they do. You know, you got to have a guy like what Jalen Hurts' work ethic. That's why he's better. Like you sure. have all the different coaches, but this kid's a worker. Like he right. he don't go on vacation at the season. He goes to work. So you can give coaches some credit or not credit, but it, it all depends you on can. how how hard these kids are going to work. If they work, that, if they really really work, like I've got a kid that's playing for me. Has I was looking at his stats. He's close to scoring a thousand points. He didn't score a point in the ninth grade and on the varsity with COVID and all that, but this kid works all the time. So you got to have tremendous work ethic, uh, regardless of who's coaching you uh, there. Um, guys, did y'all do y'all think Dak Prescott's the answer? You like Dak Prescott? Then I thought he played terrible. No, maybe I don't. I don't care for him. No, Joe Dak Prescott. How good is this? Is he, is he a top just ten? He's just good enough to get you. I mean, he literally should have thrown four picks uh, yesterday. They threw two right to their hands. Did he play state? Yeah, he's a Mississippi State kid. Yeah, he's an it's he's an okay player. He's a, he's he's uh, he'll win you some games, but I think coach is right. He's good enough to get you beat in crunch time. I think that I think he's a good enough player to get you. I mean, obviously he's won the division a couple times. He's gotten to the playoffs a couple times. He's obviously good enough to get him there to get him to the dance. Uh, but I, he's obviously not good enough to to get him over the hump. I mean, I know San Francisco's got a great defense, but he just 
I mean, he throws some balls right to the other team. Uh, and so, what are they paying him? $35 million, Something like mm-hmm. that? It's crazy. Yep. 30 something million. <laughs> 30, 30 something million. Uh, Joe. Now, how about that? How about Joe Burrow? That joker is a player, isn't he? Joe Burrow? Mississippi State's over scratching. I mean, Mississippi State. Ohio State's over scratching the head. Uh, wow. He, never got, he was third in line when the LSU pulled him out of there and won a national championship with him and got him. He was third in line at Ohio State. <laughs> Joe, that might show you that maybe coaching don't mean quite. You think Ed Orgeron's a great coach, uh, but he got no. <laughs> he got Joe Burrow and he became sure one. Joe Burrow's getting Joe Brady all kinds of jobs. Yeah, Joe Brady. Did something Pat just call in to say bring Joe Brady back here to put this coach in waiting to be the head coach at the University of Alabama, Pat? <laughs> They had to cut your phone off or saying something like that. Joe Brady, the coach in waiting. Um, and then I was honestly a little bit disappointed in the Bills. Uh, I, I really love their quarterback, but they just did not perform yesterday. And um, and uh, so give pass defense was good early. Yeah, and for Joe Brady to not Joe Brady for Joe Burrow to be able to throw. In that snow like that, it's not easy. And I'll uh, tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Cincinnati's got they got a. An outstanding offensive line. They blocked like crazy. Well, they had three starters out too. Those were three backups. They, I mean, they both, they blocked. Boy, I watched them. As they mentioned it, I watched them. They they kept you out of there, boy. Who wins, Joe? The Forty ers or the Eagles? The Forty ers are tough, boy. You gonna bet against Jalen Hurts? That's gonna be a slobber knocker. You're dang right. I ain't betting against Jalen Hurts, though. <laughs> Whoever wins is going to be the Super Bowl champion. The Chiefs are the odds-on favorite to win it, but uh, Mahomes got the high ankle sprain, so we'll see. But he did come back and play uh, in the game. All right, Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. Those casual golf shirts, let Royal handle those for you for the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts, whatever you need. They'll come pick up the laundry, get it all cleaned up, and deliver it right back. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. When you got to get it clean in this area, there's no other choice than Royal Clinics. Once again, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. Everything pretty quiet on the roadways. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns of Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. This is Mary Kay from the Town Square Media Newsroom and the Federal Emergency Management Agency has reported it has had over 2,000 applications that have been submitted applying for federal relief from the January 12th tornadoes that impacted various areas across the state. This was funding from the major disaster declaration approved by the president. And you can find out more about Lucy's Old Country Cooking making Alberta City their new home by tapping the free Tuscaloosa Thread app, they celebrated their grand opening on Sunday morning. At the Home Depot, you can find appliances for your kitchen and laundry, all with the latest technologies. Find savings when you shop online and on the Home Depot app. The Home Depot. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves 
to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 52. For tonight, clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow, partially sunny during the day. Then tomorrow night, becoming windy with rain moving in after midnight. The daytime high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to. I get to the Yellowwood Hotline. We'll get uh, Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. How you doing? Morning. Hey, good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How y'all this morning? We're good. How you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, did Did y'all happen to watch UCLA and uh, Arizona Saturday? Uh, watch a little of it. I watched a little I'll of it. I'll tell you what, that was a great basketball game, Coach, in my opinion. And uh, and, and who is Tommy Lloyd? I mean, who is Tommy Lloyd's assistant at, uh, was, was the assistant Gonzaga. Yeah, he was at Gonzaga. He was one that brought a lot of the kids from overseas over. It's his second year uh, at Arizona. He's done a great job. He really has. And uh, – so now I'm figuring it out when y'all fill me in is uh, he was at Gonzaga and uh, that explains why he had all those internationals on his uh, team on Saturday. Uh, yeah, he worked so very real hard. Sir? He worked so very, he worked real very real hard when he, when he was assistant coach. He, he, he made a lot of contacts overseas. Right. And, uh, but anyway, uh, when I was watching the game, it was a high-quality game, I thought. And, uh, of course, I'm a fan of Cronin uh, and, and the way he goes about his business. I think he's an outstanding coach, one of many uh, in basketball these days. And uh, But I, I wanted to bring this up and get y'all's take on it. I think the officiating is so much better in college basketball this year uh, that there's you know, I, I think they're they're not as quick to blow uh, a whistle and, and call stuff and, and, and work so hard uh, to try to get on TV. But I, the, the quality of officiating, letting the kids play is much better than it's been in a while. Do you all agree? Uh, I agree with you, Tom. Uh, I was actually so. at a much lower level laughing about with one of the officials in my – game the other night. He's called a bunch of my games. I said, I always scream at y'all. I said, but to be honest with you, when I go back and watch the film, y'all get most of the calls right. And he started laughing. But uh, I think officials 
they worked their hardest to do. And these guys are so athletic and move so fast that basketball's hard to hard to officiate. But I think for the most part, these guys are doing a, doing. A, you don't hear a lot of controversy. They're not always in the news. So if you don't know who's officiating the game, it's usually meaning they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, well, it was real. It was a real, real tough technical foul. You probably didn't watch the game, Tom, with in the Vanderbilt Georgia game. And I'll usually say that certain plays cost you game, but it led to it was a it was pretty bad technical, pretty tough technical. Go ahead. Uh, no, sir. I didn't. I, I didn't watch that game at all. Nobody does, all. <laughs> but me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had no interest whatsoever in Georgia Vandy. Uh, a little bit of Vandy because I, I'm a, a little bit of a fan of uh, Stackhouse, but uh, but uh, I. I I just think in the Alabama games that uh, that the officiating's been better, and uh, they allow them to play, which makes for a more entertaining game for the fans. Yeah, when you're winning, you don't ever complain about the officiating. Is when you lose, then you look back at certain calls. So, uh, yeah, that is a criticism. <laughs> but good point uh, there, and you're right, uh, like If I were Alabama and I were looking at the NCAA pairings when they come out i would not want ucla if i'm a one seed i would not want ucla to be a two seed uh in my bracket i would like to stay away from that those guys that defend like they defend you want to stay away from those kind of teams uh tom uh, i thought it was so all right we lost time there all right back up to the yellowwood hotline i'm gonna keep losing time on know if he's driving in bad areas over there. It is. It's Dagum Aliceville. Yeah, he's gets himself. So, uh, you know why? Because they're all at the basketball game. Uh, you know, the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I thought Alabama game, I, I watched, uh, went back and watched the replay, and my nephew was there. He said the fans were just electrifying, and uh, everybody was real nice. They weren't arrogant or anything. They, they had a good time there, but uh, – Alabama, when Missouri made a run, they just made a run. They just this team well, just keeps getting better and better. Well, you have to you have to also understand it. It didn't lose. It didn't win the win or lose the game. But of course, uh, they played without their best player. Right, they did. The guy from Huntsville, Brown. Yeah, he's, good, he's a good player. But yeah. Alabama was still but, won, but he but but it was. Right, it just probably been closer, but uh, Mississippi State is uh, that could be a trap game. But like you said, they can't shoot very. No, nah, they can't. They can't score. Uh, trap. Ain't no trap. Uh, I mean, you got to be ready to play. Obviously, you maybe you'll overlook them, but. Uh, I don't. I think Nate Oates has got a team that's uh, serious about winning, serious about basketball, serious about working. That competes, uh, so I don't think they're going to overlook anybody. And I don't. Mississippi State would have to shoot extraordinarily well out of their character in order to have a chance in this game, in my opinion. Well, on it. Oh, uh, the Super Bowl. Who you got, Barry? Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, Joe says the Eagles uh, are going to knock off the Forty ers I hope he's right. Uh, although I like the Forty ers too. Uh, I, I want to see the Eagles and the Bengals. I'm, I'm thinking that the high ankle sprain is going to hurt Mahomes and 
I think the Bengals are going to knock them off. I wish. That's what I want. But we'll see what happens. Well, I, I think Kansas City and Philadelphia is going to be in the Super Bowl. That's yeah. my pick right now. It'll be hard to beat those 49ers, though. They're, their running backs are tough, boy. That defense is nasty. Uh, they made uh, Dak Prescott look average for sure. Did, did you see what that? Oh, uh, did you see what that Nick Saban uh, was supposed to have said about the uh, fruity, the fruity guy, the guy from Iowa State, quarterback that's for the Brock, 49ers? Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw something on Twitter, but stuff on Twitter, you don't ever know if it's true. Well, now, I mean, I don't. I don't really believe all that, but you know they just trying to get something to talk about. Yeah. But uh, uh, the guy, you know, like Tom Brady. I mean, look what he was seven round pick. Look what he did. He got more rings than anybody. Yeah. You, know, you can't you can't hit on every player. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Philip Rivers, you know. That's right. Same deal, you know. But uh, yeah, Alabama uh, for them uh, tonight. To not go far and deep in the tournament, it, it, it'd be on them. You know, they'd have to derail themselves, you know, because uh, they they look very impressive right now. You know. Yeah, you just, you know, if you look at teams that can beat them, really, really, you got to be really good defensively to shut down Alabama because they got so many weapons. Uh, UConn did it that one night, and. Uh, then the one night, uh, they couldn't really guard Timmy. But uh, night in, night out, they're going to have a great chance to win. Uh, but Gonzaga get, did an excellent job on Gonzaga played them and, and, and tried to beat them with a two and beat them with two. Yeah. Most of the time, you can't do it. Most of the time, you can't. But they, they defended them. They came out ready to play. Gonzaga did and then beat them with twos. Yeah, they hit those little floaters in the lane there uh, against them. All night long. All right, thank you, Bryce. All right, we're going to get to break here. We'll get Chris Stewart in. First in main condos. Man, location, location, location. Right there in the historic district of downtown Northport, which is a beautiful area. These are three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath condominiums with a washer and dryer included. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all energy electric-efficient appliances right there. Internet and direct TV are provided with each condominium. They have 10-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views. Easy access to the river wall. They're gated uh, with a security camera there. You're close to downtown Tuscaloosa. If you want to go down there and uh, have dinner or shop, just right over the bridge, five minutes to the University of Alabama. So location is absolutely outstanding. Go to the website, firstinmaincondos.com, or give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month of free rent, 205-657-7400. Six five. Chris Stewart is next. You listen to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. Everything pretty quiet on the roadways. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Experience a level of performance you've never seen in a tournament bass boat until now. In your new Camus Bass Boat powered by Mercury. 
From Boatworks in North And for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Miz in the Main. And if you haven't tried the Miz in the Main dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Coming up up. on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Monday edition of The Game, we'll talk to Drew DeArmond. We'll break it down with Barrett Salee, CBSSports.com. We'll cover the latest involving the Crimson Tide, all starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You said for $20 I'll paint you anything Could you paint me a Birmingham Make it look just the way I planned A little house on the edge of town Ports going all the way around Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If you want to build, you want to build to last, go to yellowwood.com. For all their different services and products right there at the website. You also put your zip code in there and it'll tell you where the closest dealer is. If you're going to build it, build it to last. Build it with pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want it. Of course, right before we were going to have um, Chris Stewart on. Coach wanted to switch his cell phone. Okay. All right. uh, We'll get right now here to the. Yellowwood Hotline and bring in our main man. Not only is he he's the voice of all three uh, this year, college, I mean, uh, I don't know, football. Obviously, he and Brian Patrick do a great job with basketball and baseball as well. Uh, Chris, we were laughing with Sonny Smith the other day, talking about what a homer he is uh, when he calls games. And some guy called us after the thing and said, let me tell you another homer, and that's Brian Passink. Would you say Brian Passant, Chris, is a homer on the radio? I love homers. Uh, let, let me tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, I was – Brian, as you know, I mean, Coach, you brought him to Tuscaloosa, uh, so it's your fault. He, uh, he, he wore the uniform, blood, sweat, and tears, all that stuff that a player does. Season ticket holder for years part of the broadcast crew for 20. Yeah, he's a homer. He should be. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and I'm the same way. And I said, oh, look, I've been a Bama fan my whole life, and now they signed my check. Um, I don't, I don't want officials to get the calls right. The outcome affects my income. I need it to go my way. That's so, right. That's right. Uh, yeah, you're dang right I'm a homer. Now, I hope I'm fair. You know, and in and, and all seriousness, I've said it many times that, you know, I'll say if I think the call's right or wrong, uh, I, I shouldn't, I don't feel like you beat them up constantly to the point that you can't call the broadcast, but you say what you see as a referee, and it's a job I dang sure wouldn't want, um, but in the emotion of the moment, you know, I'm saying what I see from my perspective. 
And my perspective is not passive. It's not neutral. It, I, I do, like I said, I try to be fair. And I've said many times, even at Coleman, crowd will be going nuts. I said fans are all over, you know, filling the blank on the official. But I think he got it right. Yeah. Um, so I think you got that responsibility. I, uh, I don't think you can have credibility if you don't. But you can also be honest and, and say what you see in the moment. Yep, that. Um, two things. One, Coach Bryant let a guy out, and I'm not going to call his name. It, you, it, neither one of you guys were born uh, when he moved him out because he he, he wasn't favoritism towards Alabama, and he was a good, he was a good announcer. He did my basketball game, so <laughs> that's many not my basketball games, but the coach, the two coaches in front of these basketball games. Uh, the reason I called you was uh, I knew you didn't have anything to do. Football and basketball and baseball that you were looking for something to do, more to do. Yeah. So that, that was the reason I called you. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, what, what about this? What about this Alabama basketball team? Well, first of all, um, people know when I'm working, but you know what I do ain't really work. So uh, that's offensive to people that do really work. So I'm not going to call it that. But I've, I've been a little busier this fall than, than normal, even though I did ball games, you know, for two decades. But the role's different, and more's asked of you during the week. And so, yeah, it was a it was a little hectic, but it was uh, it was one that I enjoyed. We all miss Eli, but it it was definitely a it was an opportunity that I was grateful that. I would be asked to do it, and uh, I absolutely no. enjoyed getting to be there. But it was uh, this basketball team, guys, as y'all know, far better than I, is really special. Um, I, I think it's got a chance. Certainly it's, it's the most talented and deepest that I've seen in my 21 years of doing the play-by-play for Alabama. Uh, they're... You know, they hadn't won a thing yet, and I'm real clear to point that out. We're a long way from the finish line or um, anything where they give a ring. But who they are through, I guess, what, 19 games right now, their their depth, their athleticism, their skill, despite the youth, their maturity, uh, their toughness, are in the numbers that they have them, it's the best that I have seen in in my time doing the games. And, uh, you know, Coach, I always defer because I, I did this with Brian, and I would certainly defer to the two of y'all. Y'all, y'all got a lot of rings that y'all were a, a huge part of and saw. But I think this, this has a, group, a chance to be as good a group as Alabama basketball has ever had if they can continue on the path they are. And that's the thing to me that's most exciting, guys, is I don't think they've hit the ceiling of who they are and what they can be. They're just now getting everybody healthy for the first time. Yep. Yeah, we're talking with Chris Stewart. Uh, Chris, I'm amazed. Uh, these guys are talented, no doubt. Uh, the, the, but this staff knocked it out of the park in recruiting on mentality, uh, not only getting great players, but guys with tough mentalities that just 
on the court, yeah. they kind of refuse to lose. Do you see that, like on the plane, on the bus, at, oh, the, ho- yeah. at the hotel, that these guys, they just kind of seem to be serious about ball and serious about winning. It's it's a different type of group, and I don't get to see them off the court like you do. What do you see when you're with the, around these guys? Well, what is it, 7-0 and now in the league and every win by double digits, but the the last two wins, given the circumstances um, and the spotlight that, that was on them, no fault of their own, but the spotlight that was on them, uh, the heavy hearts that they had, to still manage to go out and take care of business, I was really curious to see what it would look like. Um, and, and how they would handle all of that. Would it be no. an excuse to go out and not play, no. not play well and not do any, uh, or would it be a case where they could could lock in and focus like I am right now as Coach is yelling at his dog? He's yelling. Uh, I don't know who he's know. yelling at, but does he realize he's on the air when he's yelling? Chris, you know, yeah, I, knew. <laughs> yeah, I, knew was. I, I apologize. I apologize. It's <laughs> all right. I got it. I'm he just must be. He Arizona must be on two eighty, Chris. So just, when he gets on two eighty, yeah, you got to look out for two eighty lady. Now, yeah, you be careful. Uh, but no, their their ability to stay focused on what was going on was one of the more impressive things that I've seen. And that to me says, I mean, those are Vandy and Mizzou. And I realize that's not uh, Duke and North Carolina of glory years, but those are still, still two very tough places to win. Oh, yeah. And to get that done was uh, was fantastic. So we'll see if they can, you know, this is another one that I think is, is more of a maturity test than a physical test on Wednesday night, even though I think Mississippi State played us really, really tough. Do they go in with the mindset of, all right, we've beaten them once, we got them again, you know, and kind of sleepwalk early through this thing, or do they come out and and play from the get-go the way they have in most of these recent games? Yep, that. Um, this, this, this basketball, the league probably, and this is not taking anything away from Alabama, uh, so, you know, every time I say something, I'm saying it wrong, but the league with five with five new coaches and one coach having change uh, is a little bit different. Maybe it's so good at, I think, very good at the top and and uh, very average above, uh, very average below those five, even in those five with Arkansas having yeah. two guys out. Uh, it's made it a little bit different. Auburn may not be. I know Auburn's going to be hard to beat down there. I got all that. Uh, but the league you know, but a lot of the leagues are that way. Uh, I'm not uh, the ACC, Duke and North Carolina. You'll find them in the middle of the pack. Uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah, I think the Pac-12. You know, is I very agree. Expensive. I think the Pac-12 is the best. Well, coach, there's so many. There's so many teams that might have. Better talent, better players. If we weren't in the one and done era yeah. and the in the in the transfer portal as well, and I still think the transfer part. Some people have figured it out. Others are trying to work through it. Um, you can get respectable more quickly. I think Missouri is a is an example of that. 
but can you sustain that? And I think you're going to have highs, maybe some higher highs than you normally have in greater flu- lower lows. So you're going to have greater fluctuation from year to yeah. year uh, yeah. of what teams can be. And, you know, and, and not knowing what you got. I mean, how about South Carolina? You go into Rupp and win, and then you get obliterated in your next two games after that at home. I mean, that's, you know, that is a tough one to figure out. I don't think the teams collectively, night in and night out, are as good. Um, Ole Miss, probably an example of that. At the same time, I think they're all dangerous. I think they're all capable on their best night. And I don't well, know that that's when always I look at, been the case. But I, when, yeah, when I look at the nine below the five that I picked, uh, there's right. always somebody better better in those nine than I thought, and I think that particular team is Missouri. I think they're cap- they have the capability, right. uh, whether they do or not, whether they will or not. But if you had to pick right. one of those nine that you thought was going to move into the top five, You've got a couple of top five teams that's moved out, sort of. Uh, right, top five I agree. In estimation. And, and yeah. the thing about Missouri, now, Coach, if they, had, if they had had Kobe Brown, I'm not saying Alabama doesn't still win that thing by double digits, but the way we got to that point looks a whole lot different. He is, he. is That was a massive loss for them to not have their top scorer and their top rebounder. And in the way that whole group plays uh, – I went back and watched a little bit of the TV broadcast yesterday, and I thought Damian Fishback was was dead on it. He said they look like a couple of those guys look like they're thirty five year old men that have said, "Hey, y'all mind if I play?" You know, especially that that stocky guard uh, honor for for Missouri. I mean, he he just looks like a he looks like a grown man that uh, you know didn't have his best game, but I, I just think. They're, they're a team that's going to be really good and going to mess some people up before we get to the end of this SEC race. Uh, Ray, uh, Chris, uh, could I just switch over real quick, Barry, and I'll let you have it. Uh, is, there a, is there a problem with all the wideouts leading Alabama in football? Yeah, I don't know, Coach. I, I'll be honest, I hadn't looked at it too deep because I've had this, I've had this philosophy – and I know you probably share it. All the talk about, you know, coaches, coordinators, players, this, that, and people will, you know, say stuff to to me, concern. And I said, Hey, I've been away from the phone. I hadn't checked Twitter's Nick Saban's still the head coach. And they said, Well, yeah, why? And I said, Well, as long as he's the head coach, I ain't really worried about anything else. I gotta feel he's gonna take care of it Thank you. as best as it can be. But um, I think they will be fine at that position. There was some really, really good young talent that I think was getting better. We saw that in Sugar Bowl. I, I think they're going to be fine with those guys that are that are back and what they'll add to it. Okay. Um, okay. I, I'm I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not just being flippant when I say that. And, yeah, I know that. But I really I do think they're. I think they're going to be fine. In that regard, they're probably going to uh, be able to. You know, the, the key is can you can you run it well to uh, to keep them honest in that sense. And I think they'll be great in that that regard once again. Uh, we're talking with uh, Chris Stewart. Chris, 
Talk a little bit about Nate Oates. A lot different probably than a lot of coaches you've covered. Most guys are not as honest with it as he is. When you ask a question, a lot yeah. of times you get coach speak, not with Coach Oates. You get right what he's thinking. He may say, hey, uh, we should win every game. Uh, he he's he just tells it how it is. It's it's a lot different. Yeah. Uh, even this situation with Darius Miles, the raw emotion of having to deal with all that, he was kind of who he is. Just, just talk about uh, maybe the difference in that where you know when you ask him a, a question, he's going to be 100% honest uh, with his answer. Yeah. You know, I, I've kidded him before. I did this when he, after I'd worked with him for about a year and got to know him, and and I've told you, I, I really, really like the guy personally. Uh, just like y'all was extremely kind to me when I was sick and – um, you know, before he really even knew me, before we'd worked together, uh, he came to visit me like y'all did and, and, uh, reached out in some other ways to, to help me and my family that I'll always be grateful for. But one of the things that I kid him about, I said, you know, Nate, you're a Yankee, but you're not a damn Yankee. You know, a, a damn Yankee will say something to make you mad on purpose. Uh, you know, Nate will say things out of honesty that may make somebody mad because he is so honest, but he doesn't do it on purpose. It's just because he's telling the truth and telling you what he really feels. And, and I think that applies to him. There's not a big filter, uh, on him. He's, uh, he's, it makes what we do really entertaining. Now, now what I, I talked about earlier, I'm not a, I'm not a neutral observer. I'm, I'm a, I'll be honest. I'm a broadcaster. I got to be a professional, but I am a fan. The outcome does affect my income. More games we play or more games we win, more games we play, more work I get. So in, in that sense, um, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for Alabama every time out, but the thing with him that's really interesting is, just the way he's able, I, I think, to transition and has in, in his career to go from high school coach to one of the higher profile leagues in the country. And he seems to have stayed true to what he believes uh, personally as well as professionally and has been able to adapt that at the highest level. That is, that's been fun to watch. That, that's uh, and it's not an overnight deal by any stretch, but it's one that. Um, and I, I'll tell you this much too: I think his attitude. You had this from everything that I've I've heard you say, Coach. When you know when you were at Alabama and before you got the head coaching job, but certainly afterwards, you observed, you reached out to Coach Bryant, you learned and understood what that football office meant on the to the Alabama basketball program. Uh, when, when Nate Oates first came to Alabama and Nick Saban offered to help, he, he didn't take it as lip service. He, he took him up on it and, uh, went and with notebook and pen in hand, literally when given the opportunity, went and observed how Nick Saban operated 
organization within practice uh, and on a game day. Uh, he went like he was a 20-year-old intern in college or even a grad student. He went in with that type of humility um, and, and learned. Just like whenever you have these speakers come in to talk to Alabama football, yeah. Nick Saban sitting on the front row with a with a pen in hand taking notes. Yeah, it's amazing. That's exactly yeah. what Nate Oates did, and and learned from that experience, and he got better. He was already good, obviously. He wouldn't have gotten the job, but he got better, and he uh, he really cares about giving his kids the best that they can get, and that's why he makes himself as good as he can. Yeah. Dad, anything else for Chris before we let him get out? I'll ask you. I'm going to ask you. So. All right. What did he say? He's going to ask you what? He went away, uh, Chris. Uh, I don't know, don't know where he went. Uh, I think he went and chased that go, dog some more. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, we can hey, hear you now. We go can, to, I got you now, Coach. Go ahead. How, how difficult is it to go to opposing arenas and pronounce the names of the other of the players' team, the team, the players' names of the other team, uh, whether it's there or at our play, it can be a <laughs> yeah. challenge. But let me tell you, when yeah. I was doing Birmingham Southern, you know, I did that up until well, the o two o three season was my first at Alabama. Last last couple of years that I did Dwayne Rebo's games at Birmingham Southern, y'all know Dwayne, I love him, he's fantastic. But he had started, they were transitioning to Division One with their program at the time. And he started bringing in some foreign guys, Uh-oh. European guys. One from Iceland. From Iceland. Now, he had a kid who was from Huntsville. Brilliant guy, but his family had African uh, ties and, and, and roots. So he had a guy on his team at one time named Shima Imbirakira. And he had another one from Iceland named Jakob Sigadarsi. Okay? And those are just two examples of multiple players with names like that. And Dwayne was playing up-tempo before a lot of other teams did. So I I defy you to try to call a transitional play involving Shima Imbirakira and Jakob Sigadarsson. And they're throwing it back and forth to each other. And they're working in, you know, some others that are pretty similar to that. Ain't a lot of Joe Smith in that mix, <laughs> so uh, it, it got to be pretty challenging. And you you learn, and the schools also provide the 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 pronunciation. So it, I'm not going to tell you it's always easy, but it's uh, it, it's not as difficult as it could have been maybe in some years past. You should be like Dad in practice. He'd get guys' names wrong, then you know he'd tell them if you were if you would get better, I would remember your name. I remember the good yeah. players' names. Well, yeah. So I try to do the old Johnny Most thing from time to time, the old Boston Celtics announcer when they were playing a, they were playing the Soviets, I think, and uh was either the Soviets or the Chinese national team in an exhibition. You know, Johnny with that gravelly voice, and the big one throws it to the little one, the little one throws it over to the big one, the big one back down to the, the little one. Uh, I hadn't had to be that bad about it, but I'm I'm going to do the best. My very first football game this year, we're playing Utah State, and they had a ton of Polynesian players. And, uh, man, they had, you talk about it had been fun on Scrabble. You'd have won a bunch of points playing those names on Scrabble, but it was – 
it was not easy during play-by-play in a college football game. Well, Chris, you guys do a great job. You do a great job of football. You and Brian are absolutely outstanding. People talk about it all the time. They just turn the TV off and sync it up with you guys. So you're a joy to listen to, and uh, it's a great year. I know you're having a Thank ton of fun, and uh, we look forward to following this thing and hopefully they'll get that number one seed and you'll be able to call a game at home right there in Birmingham, uh, Chris. So, no, I don't. I, I listen to Jimmy Rayburn. You listen to who? I don't I blame listen to Jimmy, Jimmy Rayburn. He, he is absolutely awful. Who's <laughs> that? Who are you talking about? He said Jimmy Rayburn was all Jimmy Rayburn? Jimmy, Jimmy Not Rayburn, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Rayburn, coach. Huh? What's, what's the guy's name? Jimmy Dyke, oh, yeah. Dyke. Oh, God. Y'all be, that's a good, that's a good boy. Y'all be, y'all be nice to Jimmy. Yeah, He's that's dad talking. He's killing Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. I know. Thank you, Chris. Hey, let me tell you, it'll be, real quick, it'll be incredibly special to get to do an NCAA tournament game at the BJCC. Because Coach, the, uh, I guess, what, 87? Yep. When you, when you had that team that was there, that, um, that came through. I was there as a teenager watching it. My dad said this before. My dad used to be in charge of a big group of ushers at the BJCC, and I would, I'd go to games there all the time. And dad passed away two years ago at this time. So to be able to go back there and do an NCAA tournament game would be a, a really, really, or two of them would be really, really cool. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Great stuff. Thank you all. Thanks, uh, there's Chris Stewart there. Alabama One, go to www.alabama1.org. You want to purchase a vehicle your dreams, get that loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. You also go to the Alabama One Auto Mall. Go to www.alabama1.org. List the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic is picking up. Congestion on McFarland at Lurleen and US 43 southbound at McFarland. Watch out for lane closures on 2059 just west of exit 71 at 359 for bridge repair later this morning. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesrano. 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. 30. Tomorrow, partially sunny during the day. Then tomorrow night, becoming windy with rain moving in after midnight. The daytime high, 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The radio stations of Town Square Media Tuscaloosa want to make your big game tailgate party better with Pepsi. One winner will win a big game tailgate party with a big 60-inch flat screen. 100.9 and steaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give him a call today. He can run get the free estimate for you. Email it right to you, 205-722-9201. Go to the Andrew Kniffer Facebook page for more information. Uh, Dad, a lot of people saying uh, Jalen Hurts is the first Alabama quarterback to win the NFL playoff game since Richard Todd did it in 1983 uh, with the New York Jets. But then you got people coming back saying, wait a minute, now that's not Alabama's quarterback. The kid finished at Oklahoma. Uh, can Alabama claim Jalen Hurts? Uh, he graduated from Alabama. Uh, he seems to claim Alabama. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but uh, it's amazing what people get mad about. They're mad now that Alabama's trying to claim this guy now that after he left and went to Oklahoma. Hello. I'll check on Coach. Let's yeah. see what, what he's up to. Maybe he <laughs> muted his cell phone. <laughs> All right, Joe, you answer that question. Or, or Braden, we got Braden behind the mic as well. Is Jalen Hurts a – is he a – Alabama quarterback? Is he an Oklahoma quarterback? Or does it just depend on uh, where you're standing as to whether you claim him or not? Alabama uh, loves Jalen Hurts. He understood why he left. So there was no hard feelings when he did leave, when Tua ended up getting the job. Guys, who claims this guy? Who claims Jalen Hurts? I would say both could, honestly. I think Jalen's definitely considered an Alabama quarterback. He played here for three years. I mean, one of a lot of things here. I think he could definitely be considered both. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was uh, he was a guy that was a tremendous teammate. Uh, you know, when he had every opportunity. Uh, Dad, we're talking about Jalen Hurts and whether Alabama can claim him or Oklahoma can claim him. Uh, Both of them can claim if they want to. Yeah. If, you, if it works, claim him. Uh, 205-342-9904 if you want to call in and say, can Alabama claim him? But he, you know, I, one of his good friends, Joe Stevens, who we both know who lives in Houston, he kept telling me, he said, Bay, I'm telling this guy's a winner. He's a winner. Even when Tua was starting and he wasn't playing, he didn't stick his lip out. The guy kept working. And so I give all his improvement to him, not his coaches, not the coaching staff. It's his mindset. It's He's a team guy. Uh, did he like not starting? No. But did he sulk? No. He went to work. Those guys are hard to find these type of day, these during these times, aren't they? I'm sure they are. Yeah, you, you don't find any. You, you find guys like guy like last night, Diggs guy who jumped on the quarterback because he said I was wide open. I was wide open. You wouldn't throw it to me. He didn't. You know, he's he looked in fifty different fifty different directions. He walks out of, walks out of there. Of course, they got beat, but he walks out of there and they try to go back and get him, and he went out the other door. So. You got some guys like that, and you got some guys like Jalen Hurts who knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's uh, – people say, well, the Eagles has built the offense around him. Uh, yeah, that's what you do. Uh, but this kid's... I don't know what people say. People say it makes radio shows, but most of them don't know much. <laughs> well, it's just his mentality. Uh, and even his head coach, I was listening to a clip this morning, and he said, I don't – I shouldn't say this. Uh, and everybody talked about we only won because of the team and the players, and then you saw what happened when they didn't have him. He said, I shouldn't say this, but this guy means to our team, he didn't say it just like this, what Michael Jordan 
meant to the Bulls, like yeah. because of his leadership, uh, how calm he is, how competitive he is. He he wants to win so bad. He compared the guy to Michael Jordan, which and not not as how the elite player that Michael Jordan was, but just the mentality that he brings to their team. Some guys bring that, and and it's just hard to it's hard to even describe what they mean to a team. Well, you can't you can't you can't put a finger on him. It's, it's the most important thing in the world. You know, mental the mental part of it is is you know whatever happens, good or bad, you hang in there. You know, you disappointed bad, but 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 you hang in there and. So many times, guys don't hang in there. That's what that's what makes your team better than, than the people that you're playing. So that's an important thing. I have been in I have been in um, this house where I live for probably 21 years. I have never in 21 years seen anything like the traffic in Birmingham. I've never ever I've never seen anything like this. I've been gone an hour, and I'm not even I'm not even. I'm, I'm not five miles from home. Well, you know you can't go at this time of day. Yeah. I thought 7.30, 7, 7.30 would. Well, I, I, I've, never, I've never seen anything like this. People got to be at work, you know, 8, 8.30. So, they're, Joe, they're usually leaving around Well, most of them leave at 9 because they go to work at 10. Huh? Who but works at 10? 7.30, I, 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 I tell you right well, you don't, but but a lot of people in the stores that open it. I've never seen anything like this. You can't you can't get out of here. I'm, it, it, Atlanta, and New York couldn't touch this. Really? Are you still? Uh, on, are you on two eighty? Oh, I, I I don't yeah I don't know where I am. So Joe, let me ask Joe. Help me with it. So when we're having an interview with Chris Stewart and the guy in front of you is not going, and when you scream go, yeah, do you realize that you're on the air and we're in the middle yeah, of an interview? I, yeah, I wanted. I wanted. Well, it, didn't, it didn't hurt the interview. Any. You wanted everybody to know that that car in front of you need to go. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hurt him. I forgot what was on there. <laughs> Joe, he wanted that car to go. Did you know that he wanted that car in front of him to go? I do now. You do now. Did he got? Was it? A, was were they playing with their phone? What were they doing? Oh yeah, they played their phones all the time. That's all they do. Look, the women, the women got the phone up there and they talking on the phone. And they and they're driving two miles an hour. Yeah. Are they putting makeup on or checking themselves out oh, in the mirror? No, two eighty lady probably did and Sunny while doing our show. Hey, I need to mention Constant Companion. Okay. It, it, it's uh, absolutely the very best. Six three five zero three one three. If you need that ammo, you got check. You can go by and, and see Doctor Foster now, and you'll be yeah. well pleased yeah. with Constant Companion. Yeah. All right, uh, TJ, my man. TJ, you all right this morning? TJ in the gate at the uh, front of us. They got a little fight. TJ in the gate did with his car. Your car all right over, TJ? All right, TJ pulled up uh, the head coach for the Eagles talking about Jalen Hurts. He says it better than I did. Here's what uh, he had to say about what he means uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. To have him out, to have him out there is like. <laughs> I know this is high praise, but to have him out there is like having, uh, nah, I shouldn't even go there, but like he's having like Michael Jordan out there. Like he's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your, like, like that's, hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him uh, compared, <laughs> compared to his ability to being on the field uh, to, a, to a Michael Jordan type. Like this guy leads, he 
brings this calmness to the to the entire team. He plays great football. Um, he's tough as 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 they come. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, there ain't nobody has played any better football than him this year. Uh, thoughts about what his head coach said there about him? Pretty pretty high praise. Yeah, it is high praise. Like Michael Jordan, we held Michael Jordan eleven points. He got the worst screwed by the officials in America. Makes me think of every time I think of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's pretty and good. North Carolina and North Carolina beat us by five. They won the national championship. There you go. All right, uh, yeah, Jason says, "Tell me, you know, Rice Mine Road at seven forty-five." Jason, with all due respect, Rice Mine Road does not hang hold a candle to two eighty. Rice Mine Road compared to this, <laughs> you can't. It's unbelievable. Now, Rice Mine Road. It is bad because there's only one lane. Of course, I'm gone by the time all that stuff happens, so I don't really know what's happening on Rice Mountain Road. But I do know what's happening at Two Men in a Truck, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go by when you're starting your preparation for that move. That's where you pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Or it's local, out of town, or out of state. They're ready to handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205-247-5050. Two Men in a Truck. Movers who care. Lose a thread. My name's Mary Kay, and I'm live from the Town Square Media Newsroom, and we are closely watching a system that will move into Alabama late Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, bringing rain, winds, and storms. For more details on the timeline, possible threats, and potential impacted areas, log on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And more local businesses are opening, like the venue of Tuscaloosa in the next few weeks, offering an ice cream shop, full-service pub, and five restaurants, and the grand opening of Lucy's Old Country. Country cooking in Alberta City happened on Sunday morning. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic is picking up. Congestion on McFarland and Lurleen and US 43 southbound at McFarland. Watch out for lane closures on 2059 just west of exit 71 at 359 for bridge repair later this morning. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Introducing Total by Verizon. For a limited time, get the Samsung Galaxy A13 for $99.88 at Walmart. 5G based on most first place rankings and new metrics. 1H 2022 assessments of 125. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 52. For tonight, clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow, partially sunny during the day. Then tomorrow night, becoming windy with rain moving in after midnight. The daytime high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Friend of mine, take it easy. Take it easy. Don't 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. You know, every Monday, just about every Monday, we get to talk to my main man, Doug Bell. Doug's with PGA Tour Radio, CBS Sports Headquarters. He's brought to you by MD Wellness and Aesthetics. He'll talk about that uh, at the end of the segment. Now, Doug, Dad's on 280. He's a little bit ill this morning, so if he's oh. barking at you, then it's, don't take it personal. Uh, <laughs> But he's out there, and he says, he says the traffic's really bad out there. I'm like, well, duh, you only left at 7:45. Doug, <laughs> help him. What time do you not want to be on 280, Doug? Could you help him out a little bit? Well, about now. Now, yeah. now probably Look, let me not. tell you both of you something. I know what I know what I'm doing. You do, and I know how to get around traffic better than anybody. You can't get around this cotton traffic. Well, you just there said you went five miles an hour, so you don't know that much. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going two miles an hour. Woo! <laughs> oh my! Uh, this is live radio. Right, John, John Rom, John Rom played his fanny off. We had two guys from Alabama played great. And John, on that uh, he got down that big. He didn't get down that big bunker on on sixteen, but he could have. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, heck of a win for him. He continues to be good. Oh yeah, no, he's right now. Uh, John Rom, he's twenty eight years old. Uh, he is not the number one player in the world, incredibly so. Rory McIlroy still is. Rory hasn't played in quite a while. That's just the rankings, but he is without question the best player. His last eight tournaments, guys, now a couple of them were in Europe. He won in Spain, but he's won five of his last eight tournaments. Uh, obviously, he's two for two now on the PGA Tour. And, and by the way, he is 56 under par in his last eight rounds on the PGA Tour. So that's pretty good. I uh, nobody's playing better than John Rahm. He's 28 years old. He looks older than 28. <laughs> now, he's a... He's a young man, even though, um, you know, I two babies. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's – and that's why, listen, guys, and on, on, we talk about Rory and we talk about Justin Thomas and, and these other guys, Morikawa, Patrick Cantlay, and they are great players. Don't get me wrong. They're the elite. They're the superstars on the PGA Tour. But the guys that I walk inside the ropes with, he is the – and Rory McIlroy is, is right there too, but – John Rahm has more talent, more tools in his uh, arsenal than any other golfer. I mean, he, he hits it long off the tee as long as he wants to. His iron play is incredible, and he hits, he hits high shots. Low, I mean, he controls the altitude, uh, high trajectory, low trajectory. And his short game, hey, uh, out of the bunkers, it's just it's, there's nobody better, guys. So I'm just telling you, John Rahm is the real deal, if you didn't know it already. Hey Barry, yes. his fiance, his fiance, Doug's fiance. Yes. He, you know, she, she's crazy about John Ram. That's why he's saying all that. <laughs> well, he should be well. It, <laughs> he should be criticizing him then, not praising him. I'm pretty. I'm pretty I'm, he, 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 he thinks I'm pretty smart now. Tell us about uh, Doug. Those Alabama golfers that uh, performed well uh, over the weekend. Well, Robbie. Well, Robbie Shelton uh, tied for six. And the good news about Robbie, who got his card back um, from the, through the Corn Ferry Tour last year, you know he not only top tens, which gets him in next week if he wasn't in already, but 
you know, these guys who make the tour on the Corn Ferry Tour after the first month of the season, um, they have the reshuffle. In other words, uh, you know, even though you have your PGA Tour card, you don't necessarily get in every tournament unless you're, you've moved up the reshuffle. And so Robbie Shelton has secured, I think, some playing spots here moving forward over the next few weeks that maybe he wasn't sure. And what I mean by that, when you move up in the reshuffle, you can actually make a schedule. You don't hope to get in the next event or hope to get in in two weeks. You can actually say, hey, I'm making travel plans and I'm going to be there. So that was really good move for Robbie Shelton, uh, who, yeah. you know, a, a guy who was phenomenal in high school and at the University of Alabama and has been up and down, which a lot of guys do when they get out there on the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, up and down. And so maybe Robbie now has turned the corner. I, I thought that was a big week for him, uh, t- uh, T6 is really, really yeah, well, good. Because Zyra, Zyra just one shot off. Yeah, and Patton always plays good out on the West Coast. Um, again, Patton, another kid, a Tuscaloosa kid, who at the time that he was, he came out of high school, and of course his parents are University of Alabama people, um, but at the time he came out of high school, he was the number one ranked junior in the southeastern part of the United States. And at the time, Auburn's golf team, uh, was a better situation for him than the Alabama golf team. So he actually went to Auburn, graduated from Auburn, married an Auburn girl, and um, and even though his parents are still uh, in the Tuscaloosa area. So that, that's one of those funny stories where he grew up an Alabama fan, his family was Alabama people, but he ended up going to Auburn. So, you know, it, I, it happens occasionally, I guess. Yeah. That. Uh, tell, tell us. What what's on what's what's happening next with LIV and and uh, is, what is anything you can tell our listeners about the LIV versus PGA? Well, you know, this week let me tell you this: this week the PGA Tour is at Farmers Insurance out of Torrey Pines, San Diego, and it'll yeah. be a big field. I mean, that's an elite field. I mean, Justin Thomas is back, Rory's back, John Rahm is there, uh, Colin Morikawa, Patrick Cantlay. You name all the top players that are there. But next week, when the tour goes to Pebble Beach, all those names that I just mentioned are going to Abu Dhabi uh, to play in the Dubai Desert Classic, which is, you know, and all the PGA Tour players, you know, you, you, you get a waiver. You can say, hey, I want to play in Abu Dhabi because it's opposite a PGA Tour event. And you're granted that uh, once a year. So all these guys go to that tournament. But the, thing, the reason I mention that is because all the live players – are playing in that tournament as well. So next week when the PGA Tour is at Pebble Beach, and it's obviously Pebble Beach is what it is, but the elite players will be in Abu Dhabi, and it'll be PGA Tour players and live players playing in the same event next week. So I think that'll be really And and that that is a a DP World Tour event, which is what they call the European Tour now, DP World Tour. And so they allow all those guys to play. Right, yeah, PGA I mean, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big money. I mean, it's a European DP World Tour event. And so, for example, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed, um, they'll all be playing. Bryson DeChambeau, they'll all be playing. Are you going? And, of course, well, no, I'm not going to Abu Dhabi, no. I, I wish it was, but no, I won't, won't be making that trip. Well, so disappointed for you. <laughs> All, right. Stay home in case all right doug uh you've been so hot 
We want to keep it going. Who's going to win this week in the NFL? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Oh, that's it. Well, you know, it, well, and guys, you probably already talked about it, but um, the press conference with Jalen Hurts, yeah. you know, after, and he's he's going to be the most valuable player, obviously. And when the when the reporter asked him about the success all the University of Oklahoma quarterbacks had in the NFL, he said, "Oh, by the way, I I went to the University of Alabama," and I thought that was I thought that was tremendous. And, and guys, to think that. Jalen Hurts was the first Alabama quarterback since Richard Todd 40 years ago to win an NFL playoff game. That's, that's mind boggling. When you think about it, it's just, that, that is almost unbelievable, but I'm excited about out. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should. Um, I, I'm excited. You know, I, I really believe that, um, I just don't think the Bengals can go to Kansas city and win two years in a row. In the AFC Championship game, I just think that that's even though Burrow's great, but I think Kansas City will make it back. You know, they five straight AFC Championships, so I think they're going to make it back to the Super Bowl playing at home. Just because I, I just I just can't see the Bengals doing that two years in a row. And then, of course, the 49ers have the best defense left in the playoffs, maybe the best defense in the league, going to Philadelphia. Um, I, I just believe that home field advantage for the Eagles will uh, propel them into the Super Bowl. I, I think ultimately we'll have a Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes face of the league against the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, the who will be the most valuable player in the NFL this year. And I think, well, who's I think ultimately I, I think I think it's Jalen Hurts year. So they're gonna beat the forty niners. They're gonna beat the forty niners. Yeah, yeah, I do. Hmm. And I think that spread was two and a half. Hmm. And I think the Bengals Chiefs was a one point spread, wasn't it? Wasn't it a pick 'em basically a pick 'em game? Mm-hmm. So you're saying the yeah. Chiefs with a high ankle sprain gonna beat Joe Burrow? Barry yeah. load up on the forty niners, Barry. <laughs> 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 Guys. All right, here's the ultimate. Here's the is Alabama gonna make the final four, Doug. Everybody's trying to say, Doug, please say no. Please say no. <laughs> No, guys, listen. I mean, this this Alabama basketball team is special, and Miller is is an incredible talent. I mean, come on, you guys know basketball. Um, it, it, although it is a crazy year, I never would have figured Temple was going to go to Houston and win that game. But then again, Houston doesn't—they're not a great outside shooting basketball squad. And I never thought TCU would go and just manhandle Kansas in the fog. So a lot of crazy things happen in this season, but. The one thing I think we can count on is that, yes, Alabama will be a Final Four team, and they'll be number one in the country, I believe, this week when the top 25 comes out. And I think um, I think we could potentially be looking at a team that, you know, once you get to the Final Four, anything can happen. But I think this Alabama team certainly has everything everything you need to win a national championship. All right. Uh, Doug, flipping back to Goff, one of our listeners just sent me a text. Uh, I won't ask you this. I'm just going to read the text and then – and he said, I read Golf Magazine last summer. The top 70 money list players would make it into the FedEx Cup, which Doug said last week. It has been the top 125. Golf Magazine speculated the remaining spots of the 125 for exemption next year might be filled by using the fall termers after the FedEx Cup is over. Can you clear that up for us? Well, that is not official yet, but yes, that seems to be, um, you know, 
instead of the top 125 making the FedEx Cup playoffs, it's now only 70. And you go 70, 50, 30, as opposed to 125, 70, 30. And so you you got to play your butt off to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. And But then what do you do if you don't make the playoffs? What happens to those guys 70 to 125? Um, yeah, they, they have not officially announced what is going to happen in the fall and what FedEx Cup points will be available in the fall because uh, the top players, uh, those top 70, but in particular the superstars in the game, they don't want to play in the fall. Uh, they don't. They don't want to. They want to relax and have an off season. Um, and so, the PJ Tour is just trying to determine what to do. Get the the final formula for what's going to happen in fall. Because as of right now, they haven't even released the fall schedule. Okay. We don't know exactly who's going to have tournaments, where they're going to be, uh, if 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 they'll be televised on golf. Nobody knows. So we're waiting for that to be unveiled. But yeah, that's a good question. And we know something is going to happen because there's going to be a lot of players who are going to be fighting for status for the next season. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Thank you, Doug. Doug? Um, that, that's all. Hey, Doug, did you able, able to help me on my problem? Uh, Coach, as soon as we're off here, I'm going to, I'm going to make a couple of phone calls, and then I'll try to get back all to right. you later this afternoon. If not this afternoon, right. I'll call you back tomorrow. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Hopefully, by the time you get off 280, I'll have an answer, but I can't guarantee that. Oh, I'm still – it's um, it's, um, it's uncut picking, believe me. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Y'all can't be speaking in code. What's the problem, Doug? What kind of problem are we talking no, about here? No I ain't got no problem. Well, you just said, did you help no. me with my problem? <laughs> well, I, 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 you, just, you just let me handle it. I'm handling it. Well, the listeners <laughs> – I got people texting saying, what's the problem? The Maybe I can help. The listeners can take a hike. Do you think there's anything um, the listeners could handle, Doug, with this problem? Or is it just something no, that you can handle? Only Doug can handle it. Uh, only Doug can handle it. Yeah. Uh. Co- Coach calls me occasionally, needs a favor, needs help, and I just, I'm just trying to help. Lucky, Barry, that's all. Lucky you, Doug. Lucky you. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Doug, I... You don't know the answer to this. I got people that are emailing me wanting about NCAA tournament tickets. Man, can I not go go ahead and buy my tickets for Legacy Arena? Alabama's going to be there. And I said, well, I think they do the corporate tickets first, and they wait to see who's going to be there before they put out the rest of the allotment. Uh, how cool would that be, Doug? And Do you know anything about the tickets at Legacy Arena for the NCAA tournament? Oh, well, I know. I, there. Yeah, they're going to be there. Um I think you can go ahead and buy them, Barry. I think really? you can go to the NCAA website. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, now, um, I think you're right. The corporate tickets sell first, and, and they block out X number of tickets, X number of thousand of tickets. But I, I think you can go ahead and buy them now. Huh? Because, yeah, and you're just, you're just hoping Alabama gets there, but I think they're definitely going to be there. But, yeah, you can buy those first-round tickets at any side of the country. Alabama, uh... I hadn't won much in Birmingham lately. Is that would, but you still oh, want to play there? Huh? <laughs> Yo, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, they, Although they, I, I go ahead. Well, tell you, no, not first Gonzaga. It's not going to be Gonzaga. Well, Davidson won up there. Clemson beat them up there. I don't know. They won a game in Birmingham here lately. Well, they'll be a plan of yeah, 16 feet. Well, they'll probably win that one. <laughs> yeah, I think they can handle the first. 
first couple of rounds. Uh, and then it gets interesting. Yeah. But it is exciting. I mean, you guys are basketball guys, and, and it is exciting. Um, I mean, they're they're an ultra-talented team. I, I, I was just listening on ESPNU radio before you guys came on and gave me a call, and Rick Neuheisel and his partner, uh, they were talking about um, Alabama and how good the season they were having. And they, they brought up the question, Neuheisel was bringing up the question, can Alabama keep Nate Oates? You know, because they're a football school. And I said, oh, my gosh, there's a, there goes that conversation again. So I thought that – but that was on national radio that they were – they just brought up right before I came on with you guys. And they're still talking about it. Where do you think Nate Oates would go, Doug? Well, I don't know. You know, Neuheisel, who's a football guy. Uh, oh, yeah, all the way. All the way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And his feeling is – you know, as a basketball guy, you do not want to be at a school where the where the main focus always has been and always will be will be football. But I, I just think, in my opinion, the landscape has changed, and that's an old tired argument because the money being what it is, and the Southeastern Conference and the Big Ten, you know, they have all the money in the world for the TV contracts, so you can pay a coach whatever whatever the going rate is. So it's never a money issue. And I do think Alabama is going to get a new arena built here in the next, you know, three to five years. I think they'll have a brand new basketball arena. You think? And you think? They've been I, talking I, about it for. You, at this point, Doug, I don't have the confidence that it's going to be built in the next three to five years. I hope you're right, but. Yeah, I mean, I just think, and I think after this season, I, I do think it's going to be a special season. I think they're too talented not to have a great run. You know, whether you win it all or not, who knows? You got to get lucky and sure the draw being what it is. And, you know, sometimes you run into a game in the tournament where the officials suddenly your best player has three fouls and you got to sit him for a long time. I mean, all sorts of crazy things happen. But I think it's going to be a special season on top of what Nate has already built. And the future looks bright. So yeah, NCAA tournament, the- NCAA tournament, it's, it's all about matchups. It's not the NBA, the best yeah. four out of seven. The best team's going to usually win. If, if Alabama was well, playing, they, they would win four out of seven. But in one game shot, you know, the matchups are so that's like Auburn last year having to play Miami with four guards and Kessler and those guys couldn't guard them. It was a terrible matchup uh for for Auburn. So we'll see. Bay, you need to you need yeah. to start thanking you, you need to start thanking the NIL. Alabama Alabama likes the NIL a great deal. Why shouldn't they? Yeah. Well they should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. everybody else is using it. Might as well use it. Uh, all right. Absolutely. All right. Everybody else is using it, yeah. Doug, will Alabama go 18-0 and 0 in the SEC? No, I don't yep. think so. I, I, you know, I think they'll, they'll drop a game here or there. I mean, you know, they still have to play at Auburn, and Auburn had lost a game at home in the Southeastern Conference for quite some time. Um, and listen, home court advantage is still – Still an advantage in college basketball, and and not so much. And, and again, when you look at uh, look at free throw differential, when when and you know like the other day when TCU wins at Kansas, uh, it was amazing. TCU was in the plus column in free throws at the fog, which never happens, but occasionally, you know, those officials whatever call it your way. But I, I just think home court advantage. Is well, it's a big deal in college basketball. And I think the officials are affected, and that's why I don't think Alabama well, will go eighteen and zero. No. Yeah. 
for your for your information, I keep a I have a record. I have it right here in front of me. I can't get to it because I'm driving. But uh, it was zero one two three one. Uh, the the road team won in this past this past Saturday. Five of the seven yeah. won on the road. So you put Which that is in your, it, it, Well, that's amazing. I mean, coach, that's yeah. an amazing statistic. Um, and I will say, you're I'm amazing. When, well, I remember when Kentucky won in Knoxville two weeks ago. Uh, I think they were plus 14 in free throws, and they shot. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, they shot 18 more free throws than Tennessee and Knoxville. That that's just kind of a that's a crazy deal too. That rarely ever happens. But all, all who appreciate. Hey, yes. Oh, coach. There's no question about it. And um, I mean, it's just. Uh, that that's it in college basketball. You got to look at the officials before you ever step out of the court, and then and coaches know, oh, it's going to be a long night, or we got a chance. It's it's that simple. Yeah, uh, I think they're letting them play a little bit more this year, but uh, yeah, I think officiating's been pretty good uh, from top to bottom uh, this season. Yeah, they had a ton of controversy now. I'm sure. Now that I said that, all kind of things will happen, uh, Doug. <laughs> all right, Doug, tell, yeah. us, tell us about MD Wellness and Aesthetics before we get you out of here. Absolutely. You know, Coach is stuck on Highway 280, and he's probably pretty close to MD Wellness and Aesthetics, 650 Inverness Corners. So, Coach, swing on in there and talk to Susan, uh, 582-9213. Uh, again, MD Wellness okay. and Aesthetics. Today, Dr. Mancuso is there. She's there Monday and Friday. It's a free consultation. And, of course, she does a lot of the procedures, uh, whether it's the laser treatment, the Botox, things of that nature. And it's not just for ladies, guys. You know, hormone replacement, B12 shots, um, testosterone levels may be low. And, and listen, she'll, she'll do all the testing. And from guys that I've talked to, uh, they've helped tremendously. But, again, MD Wellness and Aesthetics take years off your appearance. That's what it's all about, make you feel better, lose weight, make your skin look better. Uh, give Susan a call, uh, MD Wellness and Aesthetics. And who knows, if you go there right now, you may catch Coach. Coach, turn off 280 yeah. and go to MD Wellness and Aesthetics. Uh, right I know. The only problem is I can't ever get back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can't get back to 280. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Thank you, Doug. Talk to you next week, guys. See you. All right, uh, good. There's Doug. I was talking about Bob Prince and Prince Lover and Hayes before we get to break. Prince Robert Hayes, 345-1234, outstanding attorneys. You heard Bob on our show uh, last week. Did a good job, and they do anything they can to be sure that the case that you have is handled in the right way. They'll talk to you on the telephone at that number, and then after after visiting with uh, their clients, they're able to decide whether uh, you need to go further with it. And go, if they do, if you do, go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them, and they'll do everything they possibly can to make sure that you have a comfortable situation. They'll represent you in the right way. They're honest, and they know what they're doing. And uh, if uh, you have a problem, hope you don't. But if you do, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. For more information, always remember not one dime to sit down with this great firm. If they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tie 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Traffic is picking up. Congestion on McFarland and Lurleen and US 43 southbound at McFarland. Watch out for lane closures on 2059 just west of exit 71 at 359 for bridge repair later this morning. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Straight Talk Wireless knows there are plenty of reasons you might need a new phone. But switching to a better wireless provider doesn't have to be one of them. Keep your own phone and save when you... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Like Dixie, I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. Wayne Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Uh, they'll get it ready now as it's cold, but when the Spring and summer comes. It'll be beautiful. 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service if you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. All right, Joe Lenardi. Uh, Daddy's got his uh, bracketology out. He's got uh, – this may not be the most updated one. It's on the 20th, uh, which the date is right now, the uh, 23rd. So you got probably a new one coming out. But – they had Alabama as a one seed uh, playing the winner of a play-in game, which would have been Morgan State and uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. But then when you look at this, these things, you realize how difficult it is to even get to the Sweet 16, the final eight. I mean, their second-round game, if this was accurate, is Creighton, who is really good, and North Carolina is a team that uh, Alabama, I think, went to triple overtime with. But North Carolina still, you know, they're, they're last year they, they came in and went all the way to the final uh, game. That just shows you once you get past the first round, if you're even if you're a one seed, there's no easy games after that. Even if you played Creighton or North Carolina, like Purdue, they're going to have to play uh, maybe not quite as bad. Clemson, who's winning the ACC, is the eight seed over in Purdue's uh, bracket. Uh, Kansas is a one seed, and they would have to play the winner, San Diego State and Pittsburgh. And then Houston, the other one seed, would have to take on Missouri or Indiana. So really, once after the first round, if you're a one seed, you're still going to play good good teams the rest of the way. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't argue with you about Creighton. I don't know that much about them. I, don't, I would I don't think, well, 
I, I don't think North Carolina is the North Carolina of the past myself. Yeah, they played Alabama in a triple overtime game already. And these guys. I know that. Yeah. I know the game. I don't, North Carolina not very good. Well, I'm just saying from the second round, that's a. They got a, those teams that have. I guess my point is those teams that have been there before, like they're not in awe when yeah. they get to the NCAA tournament. That means no. something in these situations. Yeah. You get the right officials in North Carolina deal too. It's is what it is, but it's uh, North Carolina. Uh, it's hard to beat. I'm sure it'll be hard to beat, but they they just not, I don't know. I, I I just don't think they're coached as well as as they have been with Roy there and the rest of them there myself. But I just I just don't. <laughs> so well in that. I the, the two seed in this particular bracket, Alabama would be it would be Arizona, uh, which is a really good team. The two seed in Purdue. Yeah, Arizona's very good. Yeah, two Arizona's seed. really good. The two seed in uh, Purdue's bracket would be Iowa State. Uh, Kansas, the two seed would be Tennessee, which is good. And then Houston, the two seed would be UCLA. So out of those, whew, I probably would rather be in there with Iowa State than Arizona, UCLA, or Tennessee. Uh, in those situations, but it's gonna it's It'll change fifteen times. Yeah, it can sure will. But I think these top teams will pretty much stay, uh, you know, in the one, two, three line there. There may be, uh, but I, I think we've learned in the past the conference tournaments really don't mean much uh, as far as seeding. Arizona's goes. always yeah. Well, they have it, it. It means a little bit to the teams that are trying to get to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it means a lot. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. But I've seen many teams go on runs like Texas A&M last year went on a run, went all the way to the championship game, still didn't get in. So I don't know that it Well, that's because they're non-conference schedules. Yeah. So. Uh, that's what guys what knocked them out. Uh, uh, I had a, well, I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, it, it, uh, being, it, you know, tournament means a little bit if you're, if you're trying to. To get in the NCAA tournament, you got a halfway decent team like Missouri, or somebody like that. It's going to be pretty good, I think, for it's over. So I don't, I don't know. Basketball's a crazy game. Yeah, it's just uh, to try to play well to get to the final four is hard uh, because it's after, like I said, the first. Even if you're a one seed after the first round, it's you're always playing teams that can that can knock you off. The matchups are what are so critical, and I'm not sure what. Team, I think Alabama can pretty much play any style. They got the big kid Betty Ocker. They got guys that can stretch and shoot. They got a lot of depth there. So uh, probably I would want to stay from a, away from a great defensive team if I could. Uh, but all those teams that are two seeds are, uh, you know. I was just, yeah. So anyway, I was, uh, I was just shocked. I was shocked yesterday at Purdue. I couldn't believe Purdue. Yeah, but that's I know they're hard. We, we, I was there. I was on the staff, and we played Purdue, played Gene's team at, at Purdue. We got beat. But uh, it's a hard place to play, but you're not going to be playing them at Purdue. But Purdue is I – mean, I, I, maybe I need to refocus myself. I just saw the one game against Maryland. And uh, I don't think – that's a big kid, but I, I Alabama rebounds so well that they, they would – they would hurt him, I think. Yeah, Purdue, the seven four kid, he's a problem. Like he's got a nice touch, but I don't know who he guards. Uh, if you play Alabama, if they downsize now, could they guard him? Uh, would be the question. And that's 
they wouldn't play Purdue unless they got to the Final Four. So if they did all I that. don't know that after one game. I, I'm not sure that he, him by himself is good enough to beat you. I think he could, you know, he'll score some, get a lot of putbacks, but I, 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 I was shocked. Maybe I'm, I could be dead wrong about that. Yeah, they're nineteen. They're nineteen and one, so they're doing uh, right. something right. First domain condos, three bedroom, three and a half baths, out in the historic district of downtown Norport, washer and dryer included. You got the internet and direct TV included. Ten foot ceilings with upper level river views. The location's outstanding. You're literally. Less than five minutes from uh, downtown uh, Tuscaloosa. Really about a minute or two, to be honest with you. Five minutes from the University of Alabama. So you've got the great uh, place to eat and shop right there in Norport, or you can be right there in downtown Tuscaloosa. Gated community with security cameras, which is nice. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on the inside of the locker room. One month free rent. 205-657-7465. Go to First Domain Condos. You're just a tie 100.9 to see home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by C Spire. C Spire, Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add gigabit C Spire fiber to your roster at cspire.com slash fiber. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball improved to 7-0 in SEC play with a strong win on Saturday at Missouri. Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win. Yeah, it was a big road win. I thought our defense won us this one. Then we didn't turn the ball. You know, we, we big point emphasis was not turning the ball over, not getting beat on blow-bys. I thought we we weren't as good at that. And then uh, we really wanted to beat them up on the glass, and we weren't as good at that, to be honest with you, either, especially in the second half. I mean, they, they had a bunch of offensive rebounds in the second half, but... You know, they, they, we were fortunate. They missed a lot of shots. I mean, they, they've got some decent shooters. They went three at 28. So they, they, you know, I thought we did make them take a lot of tough ones, especially early in the game, kind of warm out. I mean, they're used to playing fast, but. I'll have more in a moment. Hear that? That's Seaspire Country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, Seaspire Business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast, Touchdown! we do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future-proof operations. Welcome to Seaspire Country, where blazing fast is how we roll. Visit seaspire.com slash business for details. Join us tonight for Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance at 6 p.m. Central at Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. We'll be joined at the restaurant by baseball head coach Brad Bohannon, as well as men's basketball head coach Nate Oates. Hey Coach is available to listen to across our radio network, as well as streaming live on the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by C Spire. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic is picking up. Congestion on McFarland and Blurdine and US 43 southbound in McFarland. Watch out for lane closures on 2059 just west of exit 71 at 359 for bridge repair later this morning. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes and... 30. 
Tomorrow, partially sunny during the day. Then tomorrow night, becoming windy with rain moving in after midnight. The daytime high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Music singers have always been a real close family. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, where are you headed today? Are you traveling today? Yep, I am. Where are you headed? Up North Alabama or South Alabama? Or? Yeah. I'm headed to uh, Florence. Okay. All right, uh, well, that'll do it for today's show. We're going to get out and make way for the Gary Harris Show, Alabama 1. Do what I did. I switched everything over there. I got the credit card, the mortgage, the car loan. The people there were outstanding. Go sit down with them. Go to the website and get the process started. Go to www.alabama1.org. Appreciate Braden. We got um, Joe Gaither behind the glass as well. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. Maybe there'll be some coordinator news today. I know everybody's hanging on a thread about... Uh, who's going to be the new defense coordinator? Oh, gosh, I'm so tired of hearing about it. You're just a tie of 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.